listening to another episode of Moral Ambiguity Dragon Shard. Last time, we started off with some combat, with Ars and Clash taking on two thieves from the Dark Dagger gang back at the airship. Ars had casted web at both of the Dark Dagger thieves, effectively slowing their escape. The fight raged on until Clash brought both of them down with some very nasty headshots and testicle shots. Ours tied the both of them up. What? I said, but you repeat yourself. God. I get it. I get it. (laughs) Ours tied the both of them together, and Clash slung them over his shoulder and carried them to an alley behind the broken rapier. As Grohl, Deer, and Loveless appeared on the scene, they learned that the Dark Dagger Gang is a criminal syndicate working in Fairhaven and Sharn. The Fairhaven Lair... Fairhaven being the city that you are currently in, in case you forgot. Uh, The Fairhaven Lair is in an abandoned cathedral to the Silver Flame on the other side of town. Their leader, Krilo, hasn't been seen in several weeks. They also uh, revealed that his office is in a sub-basement along with the supply of Zutaran. Ours then took the thieves to the police station and left them tied up alongside the building, claiming to be your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man or whatever. I believe was the phrasing of that note. In the morning, after speaking with the Broken Rapier's morning and uh, morning and daytime bartender, you all learned that Alistair Academy, it's a relatively new magical academy that teaches wizardry and apothecarial alchemy. This piqued Loveless's interest, but was told that their library may not be open to non-students. The library at the University of Wynarn was, however. So Loveless, Girl Deer, and Clash perused the library for books on vampires, vampirism, hemocraft, and other more taboo subjects starting in the medical and alchemical section. You checked out several books for two weeks and headed back to the Broken Rapier. Meanwhile, Ars finally awoke and went to the police station to discuss the findings of the nights previous with Abel, the chief detective. Ars said that he heard that the Dark Dagger Gang is operating out of the west side of town to keep the police off the cathedral, but he did leave Freya there to call for backup if needed. Girl Deer and Clash very Scooby-Doo style eavesdropped on the whole conversation outside peering through the window. When you returned to the Broken Rapier, you let Loveless, you let Loveless in on the plan to en- and endeavored to travel to the abandoned Silver Flame Cathedral. And that is where we pick up. You guys are still in the Broken Rapier. When did you plan on going to the cathedral? Yeah, I want to say, I always love listening to the, the DM's recaps. Because I used to think they were about important moments that happened. And then I realized, nah, it's just about whatever bullshit called his fancy in the last episode. <laughs> I think a lot of it's important. I felt like most of that was important, but okay. Yeah, uh, we, I... I N- Next episode, no recap. <laughs> I, I, I now you've gone and offended the DM. Oh no, whatever will happen. 
I just got finished listening to the last episode because for the first time in like five years, I prepared. And we did say we were going to just go ahead and go there because if they are already on to us because we put on and if we, even though we'd like to cover our darkness, we wait too long, they will have too much of a start. So we gathered up the boys and decided to bounce. I think I did ask if you needed it. We needed to grab anything, and everyone basically went nah. So we're just heading. We're just heading down there. That sounds plausible, but I haven't listened to the episode myself to verify. So I'm going to trust you. Don't make me regret it. How about everyone else? Loveless clash. Everybody uh, in agreement. Awesome. Yeah, I'll I'll follow. Okay. So you set off from the broken rapier and head a little deeper into town. You pass by Fairhold, the large sort of fortress in the heart of the town. Just surrounded on all sides by uh, by guards. And then not too far away from it, about 10 minute walk from that fortress is the abandoned cathedral, the Silver Flame. The outside looks pretty well maintained. The gardens are still still seem to be tended by whatever groundskeepers may be on the premises. Um, but the cathedral itself definitely does look pretty run down. There are stained glass windows up on the front, like flanking the uh, big wooden door. But they have cracks and like holes in them from errant stones being thrown or what have you. And when you approach, you do find that the door is locked. Well, don't everyone talk all at once. I'm checking to make sure. Uh, you're leading this party. Oh, I am. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. You're the one, this was your. This is your thing. I <laughs> did my thing last oh, week. Also, I like to point out. Ours said that. Like, oh fuck. Uh, all right. Do I need to see something? for Major's hand to, like, do it? Or if I know something's there, can I use Major's hand? Can I use Major's hand to unlock the door from the other side? It's either going to be a lock that I can unlock with, like, just, like, or it's going to be, like, a a, a wood, one of the woods where you slam the wood down for it. It's one of those two. So would I be able to no. do that? Or no? No, I believe you have to have a line of sight. Um, you don't. It doesn't say. Oh. It just has a range of 30 feet. If it goes more than 30 feet away from you, it fucking disappears. Mage hand, mage hand is a cantrip. It's cantrip, so fuck it. I'll try just to see if I can do it. Okay. Use so, mage hand. you're just gonna float it through one of the holes in the stained glass? Yeah. It's kind of... And like I said, it's it's like... Looking at the door, can I see, like... You said it's... Is it... Is... is uh, can I see where the key goes into the lock? Or is it just a door you can't open? It's more of like a... More of a sliding lock situation. Okay, then like, I just kind of got to feel out about where the handle would be and then slide it down. And... If you don't mind me asking, what does your mage hand look like? I'm assuming it's a bunch um, of wispy webs. It's a little floating... Spider? Okay. Are you sure? But, like, you sound so sure. But, but, and I'm putting it in, 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 in general, 
it's it's one from Spooky's house of jump scares, so it's like a cute little spider. Okay. Oh my god, I right. love it. I love Jesus. it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I love it. Like a cute non-threatening spider. So this tiny I'm little just here so, to help out. so in this puff of like this puff of gun smoke as you conjure this uh mage hand, you see this little sort of uh purple and cyan alternating spotted little tiny little spider just sort of float up and through one of the holes in the stained glass. And then you just hear some knocking sounds on the other side of the door, just like. You got it. A little, little, little higher, a little lower. Uh, uh, uh. Grabs it. Yeah, I can, I, I, yeah, there we go. Grabs it and you hear. <laughs> and when you try the door, it's unlocked. And I gave my little spider a high five. And when I do, it, she disappears because it was too rough. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, that wasn't very nice. <laughs> so I just want for the record, when you first asked me that, my mind immediately went, oh, so I'm going to make like an, a spider leg that comes out of me. It's like a wispy spider leg. And then the second thought was, that sounds horrifying. A <laughs> little bit, yeah. A little bit. Well, just, just a bit. Okay, so the inside of this uh, cathedral is very dark. There are holes in the in the roof where sunlight does sort of stream in, but it's very scant. The pews down the down the flanks of the aisle are in disarray. Some are completely broken, overturned, missing. There's just errant, scattered pieces of paper that are probably religious scripture just sort of strewn about. It looks like a tornado blew through the place, more or mm. less. At the far end, there's you see a lectern, and then behind that is are two staircases that lead to a larger stage area with um, an altar that looks like a silver flame with a tapestry behind it depicting the religious symbol of the silver flame. Loveless just sort of looks around a little bit, tuts a little bit, just... You smell anything? Yeah, an overwhelming sense of better than thou. I was, I was, god damn it. Okay, I don't even know why I talked to you. Uh, do any of you guys know how to, like, track? I can... Like a train? Oh dear. <laughs> It smells like um, incense and sandalwood. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, not a fan. That's the um, same shampoo. Um, I am going to look side around note. a bit. Uh, quick side note, having the fold so I can actually see these maps now on my phone while we're playing is amazing. So I'm not like, is this for ants? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Um, Love it. Dungeon Master, I yes. have advantage on survival checks to track fey fiends or undead. If I'm looking for anything like that, would would I make a check at this point? Um... No, you don't have any sort of reason to believe that anything like that would be in this immediate area. 
Okay, then I'm just gonna casually look around. Okay. Um, you should find more of the same overturned pews of religious texts. You do see um, a little, like, like a hand turkey that, like, a kinder- kindergartner drew. But uh, that's been... That's probably been in this place for ye- several years. Pick it up, crumple it up, throw it away. It's just, like, I... If you're saying you're not a vampire, why do you hate the church? I'm not a vampire and I hate church. <laughs> so I'm going to cast guidance on myself and... I have my reasons. Uh, and and then I'm going to investigate. Can you cast guidance on yourself? Yeah. Touch a willing oh, yeah. creature. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, interesting. I've seen a lot of people. No, I'm not willing. I'm not willing to cast guidance on myself. Yeah. I'm not willing. You can't make me. <laughs> okay. Pretty good. Quit casting on yourself. Quit casting on yourself. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. You know what? You guys are Off making that joke, but there is something to be said about a character who goes to do stuff and then he can't because he's got like, I don't know, a fucking like second personality or some kind of demon or something inside of him. That's, a, that's actually not a bad character idea. Always remind me of that one Deadpool comic where oh, he gets no. he gets cursed that he always misses what he shoots yeah. at. So when he's getting attacked by someone, they have him like around that he has like around his stomach. He just shoots at his own head and it misses his own head and shoot hits the guy in the face. Love that shit. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just start investigating the room just to see if I can find anything mm. out of place, anything weird. Yeah, Trap doors, do hidden levers. I'm gonna okay. do the same thing. Just kind of do like a take, take ten, take twenty, whatever you want to call it. Um. So I rolled a fifteen for my investigation, and then I used my guidance, and that pushed it to nineteen. Okay, so that's a nineteen for ours. Loveless. I will roll. I will roll a dice. Oh, what's my bonus? That's a fourteen for your lass. All right. Twenty-two. 22 for Goldeer. Clash, are you getting in on this investigation action? Um, no. I'm going to point out that one of my hand, I'm going to point out that one of my hands folds into the uh, gauntlet and comes back out as a magnifying glass. Gotcha. (laughs) All right. So what are you doing instead, Clash? Are you just sort of looking around, waiting for action or i tap a window with my finger and it breaks <laughs> so you guys hear just all right ding, ding, turn to look at clash so you got inspector gadget over here and then we got big buster man i don't know i didn't i, I lost the thread okay. <laughs> all right you you could have you could have right called me there. big buster i think i i think uh i just look over it at, at uh uh clash and just kind of nod approvingly all right, like this guy. Okay. So, uh, girl, dear, and ours, you come to the lectern that's at the front of the cathedral, and on it you see this big, thick tome. But upon closer inspection, there isn't any religious text on it. It is open to a page where you see a question. It says, your mother is an orc, your father is a dwarf. 
What are you? Orc. Clash, you say that out loud? Uh, if he read it out loud. No, I didn't read it out loud. Okay. Though I am going to say under my breath, an abomination. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'll pick it up and read it out loud. Can I pick it up? Yeah, you can pick it up. It's real hefty. This thing is like 900 plus pages. If you had to guess. That's so yeah, so yeah, ours. You read out. Your mother is an orc. Your father is a dwarf. What are you? A dork. Uh, Loveless, as you say, a dork. Oh, did that actually work? You watch as the altar with the um, the statue of the silver flame behind the lectern just sort of slides sort open. Of, she sort of pinches the bridge of her nose. I was, I was, I was joking. That so a joke. dumb joke is the password. What what kind of what kind of gang are we dealing with? That was a joke. It wasn't yeah. even a very good joke. Ours. Yeah. What are are you sure this is a mastermind criminal organization? Okay, so first I'm gonna walk towards the 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 little opening, right? Okay. Um. So I get it, and then I'm gonna say, okay, cool, and then I want to shocking grasp the book and burn it because. Fuck it. <laughs> okay. No. Jesus. <laughs> so the, no. All right. So, so the book just c- catches flames. Burning holy texts. I'm here I for wanted it. To, I wanted to do it immediately, but I was afraid then the door would close again, you know? Now the, uh, the, the, the altar holding the statue remains open, and as you step up onto the stage, you see that there's a spiral staircase leading down. <gasps> ah, I should have said, like... What's, 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 what's like red and orange and burnt all over and then cast Shocking Grass, the book. It's about as good of a joke. All, all right, right, I'm going to see. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Time to I rolled a 14. Do I take any psychic damage from that bad joke? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, time to spider up. Put on my cloak and put the mask on over. Activate my goggles at night. Uh, I have dark vision. So this gives me an extra 60 feet of dark vision. Okay. I also have dark vision. So do I. But now I got double dark vision. Yeah, I have 60 feet. Yeah, right. Because you have the goggles. Yeah. Yeah. Clash, do you have dark vision? Can you see in the dark? My friend? That is a good question. I don't think Warforge have dark vision. They're turning on the lights and say, hey, you remember that thing you did before where you had the lights inside your head? Does that help with, like... I do not have dark vision. All right. Okay. Well, remember, he only had the lights in his head because you cast fairy fire on him. Or no, that was a wild magic surge. Uh. With fairy fire. So, uh, do I see anything about 120 feet of vision? Uh, no, looks like just a pretty standard uh, spiral staircase. A little dusty, has some cobwebs, but it does dusty eventually, at, at about, if you had to guess, about 50 feet, it does terminate in a landing point. I got a real bad feeling about this. At least we're on the same page there. So... Uh, I don't exactly, uh, I don't exactly feel great about it. I can only, let's see, I'm... Also, Ars, if you're wondering why I have such a problem with uh, religion and I'm not a vampire, 
I said I'm not a vampire. I didn't say I haven't been a vampire. Okay, well, that's uh, fucking concerning. I just don't um, like stuffy religious types. Yeah, I got that one. Oddly, Skuldir, you and Clash, I love you too. Not the hardest books in the library to read, man. <laughs> like, I think I got that, you know? We're not um, in the library. Yeah, I just, <laughs> you know what? Yes. Just, just, here's a sippy straw. Sip on your forge loco. <laughs> Don't worry, buddy. Um, I'm going to pull out. I'm going to like, I'll just like swish out a Dr. Strange out like web gauntlet. And okay. I'm going to real quick make a little mini protector Eldritch Cannon. All right. Uh, and just like attach it to like my armor. Well, like, you know, oh. it's like he's like on my pauldron. Do we think that there are people here that this could get dangerous? I'd rather that's better safe than sorry. Okay. And, uh, it emits a positive energy that grants itself and each creature of your choice within 10 feet. So within 10 feet of me. So I got it. And anyone within 10 feet of me gets. Uh, 1d8 plus my intelligence modifier. Let me see what that's going. It was like temporary hit points? Uh, 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 of temporary hit points. Okay. So let me find. Well, then I will do what I'm going to do after you do what you're going to do then. Because that makes way more sense. Ooh, that's max, baby. Oh, shit. It's 12, 12 hit points total. Hell yeah. So All right. gets 12 uh, temporary hit points. Yeah. All right. Um, I am then immediately going to burn at maximum six of those uh, as I draw my rapier. And then um, you see me roll up my sleeve, uh, take my glove off, draw my rapier, and then flick the end of it uh, up my wrist, up my up my hand and the whole thing immediately like breezes over and starts to emit a little bit of like frost uh and that's going to deal me a d6 in damage let's see just how much damage four okay i take four points of damage so okay i didn't actually take any actual damage that just burned through some of those temporary hit points thank you for that if two temporary points left? Uh, no, I have eight because you said you got. I got twelve, and I only took oh. four points of damage. Oh, cool! Cool, cool, cool. Uh, yep. Yeah, I'm gonna be ready. Uh, and and oh, you know what? Oh man, I can. Oh man, being a being a mage, being a mage is really cool. You guys know that? Yeah, turns out. Hey, you know, be yeah, it's fucking great. Um. What are we doing? Yeah, we're following uh, you. I, yeah, I, you know what? Now I'll just uh, following you, dear. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out what's. Damn it! It's first level. See this. Lad, are you afraid I, to go down into the dark? This is why I should like just have a thousand tabs open, so I don't have to constantly be switching between cantrip first and second levels. Um, I'm gonna cast long strider on myself. Okay, what does that do? Uh, increases my speed by 10 until the spell ends for an hour. 
Nice. Okay. Um, is it concentration? Uh, nope. Damn. It's a good spell. Yeah. Temptation first level, baby. And I'll be better to go down into the thing. And All right. Go, go through. Let's sneak in. Stealthily. Stealthily go down. Okay. Flash go last because <laughs> you cannot stealth. And Goldil go third. So, okay. Uh, yeah, I was uh, going to uh, say, uh, yeah, it should probably be order. you. Yeah. Me, Loveless, Goldir, and then Clash. Goldil, you got to at least try. Clash, just don't. Just don't. <laughs> <laughs> just don't. You realize he probably has a better uh, sneak than I do, right? I don't care what his stat says. I care what his heart says. <laughs> you know that's fair. Just because you have the ability to sneak does not mean that you will sneak. There you go. All right, 13. 13 for, uh, was that a stealth roll? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm in full plate. It's disadvantage. I am going to attempt to walk on the side, uh, on the, uh, on the wall. Do you have spider climb? Uh, uh, as a dumpier, I just have spider climb on always. Nice, oh, nice. Uh, and after you hit level three, you can just walk while keeping your hands free. Um, we'll see if it actually that, does anything for me. That's not disconcerting nope. or anything. Nope, that's a seven. <laughs> Unless you want to give me advantage because I'm walking on the wall in the ceiling. Um, no, they'll just keep that roll. Damn. Okay. So yeah, you just see you're just kind of do 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 and just like tick 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 up the wall. Alright. Um then ours, what's your stealth roll? Uh eighteen. Eighteen and clash. Or is Clash even bothering to stealth? <laughs> um yeah, I'll stealth. Does does Clash know what stealth means? Twenty one. <laughs> what was that? Twenty one? Damn, How did I, I roll a seven and you rolled a man, twenty-one? Sweet. <laughs> you know what, Flash? I'm gonna re-examine my personal biases. <laughs> That's on me. That's on me. <laughs> All right. So uh, you reach the bottom of the stairs after about fifty feet. It terminates in a uh, in a wooden door that looks like it's been um, kicked in several times. It opens with ease. You just just turn the knob and give it even the gentlest of push. You could have probably blown this door open. Okay, real quick. I, I just uh, uh, I want to meet you guys real quick. I got to use the restroom. I'll be back super quick. Okay. And while we wait for Nick, um. <laughs> Shout out it's to. It's the only um, song I had in my head on the. Shout out to thegamer.com for an article that's um, called uh, Riddles and Dungeons and Dragons a DM can use to challenge an experienced party. Let me guess, they're all 5th grader below? They, thank you for the one that about your mom being a dwar- an orc and your dad being a dwarf. And that that's making a, you a dork. That's a real bad one. That's- oh my god, that... Oh. Yeah, I hope that one hurt. 
I hope it hurt yeah. to pick that one. Yeah, it hurt me. I thought it was funny. It. Oh, and I'm not saying it isn't giggle worthy, but it's bad. Also, if you couldn't tell, the uh, the little comments are kind of why he has a negative charisma. <laughs> yeah. Makes All sense. Right, I'm back. Give me a second. I don't have my headphones on. Okay. Headphones. There we go. So at the end of the hallway beyond this door, there are um, two different ways that you can go. There's a door to your left and then a door in front of you. God, please don't tell me we're in the second map. You are. God, I mean, just, you know. So where did we come down again? These are the stairs that you came down from. Oh, okay, gotcha. the ones that one okay. bar. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So basically, so basically we've walked down to the two doors. Yep. Okay. Okay. It's all just uneven flagstone down here. It smells very musty. Mm. It's, it smells like sweaty men. Ugh. Iggity. Gross. All right, so which room are you yet. choosing? That's a good question. You've given us an orgy of choices. <laughs> <laughs> an orgy like of choices. Um, possible episode title? It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm just gonna immediately head down to 11. Uh, yeah, I... I mean, because I'm trying not to metagame it here. Yeah. Yeah. That is an issue with using maps. Anyway, so... Um, you said it smells like musty men. Yes. If, can I sniff one door and then sniff towards the other door? And is there a difference in the smell? <laughs> Did they both, they both smell like damp wood to you. But neither one has a more powerful, musty, right, you sweaty do. men odor. You do hear you do hear more noise coming from beyond the door to the south than the other one, though. All right. So the room, so room eight sounds quieter. Yes. Is that an actual like door that we can see at room eight? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't know if it was supposed to be like a secret door. Nope. Okay. I will give you one hint. There are no secret entries on this map. Good. Okay. Um, um I'll look at Grold Deer and then I'll I'll put my ear to that door. Can I hear anything coming out of eight at all? No. Okay. I'll try to open that door. While she's doing that, yeah. I'm going to I guess perception i would guess would be I, I should point out i've come down from the ceiling now since we've come turn around this corner okay just see if i can uh, hear what it is so i can reach the door no what it is we're hearing from room 11 uh yeah you can roll a perception for that um loveless the door to room number eight is unlocked you're able to just go ahead and open it and inside you just see a mostly empty room with some like disheveled beds okay and some, like, draconic faces that look like they've been carved into one of the walls. That's weird. Um, net 20. Nice. Natural 20, you, um, the noise is coming from beyond the room, girl dear. But okay. it sounds like people enjoying uh, a game of sorts. 
You hear some thumping and then you hear some cheers. You hear the faint clanging of tankards. Mm. Um, I'm going to look uh, at the... I'm going to check the dragon carvings and see if there's anything to them. Like, am I missing something? Make a... Let's say religion or history. Okay. I am good at one of those. I am good at religion, so I'll do that. I'm actually good at both of those. I'll do history. God, what is wrong with me tonight? That's an eight. Roll, roll the two. It's an eight. These uh, faces don't look familiar to you. I'm going to come in and uh, give them a look. Strange. Fourteen. Fourteen. They don't look familiar to you either. Gotcha. All right. I guess we'll head out and... I'm Anything going. else of note in the room? No. There's like a... There's like a... a lockbox at the edge of one of the beds but <clears throat> that's about it and so we're hearing we're hearing someone play like a game or people playing games in the other in their other room yep or beyond the other room anyway well, that's the only other way to go uh i i i tell you we guys to, to step back a bit fuck it i'm a mage these spell slots they're meant to be used i cast invisibility on myself so you pull out my gauntlet, and it looks like I spray webbing on myself, but when the webbing hits me, that part of the body disappears, so it's like I'm shh. Yeah, oh, that's no. kind of dope. Oh no, the boy's webbed himself. <laughs> uh, in front of all of us. I can't believe it, in front of all of us, he's done this. Inky. Oh. I turn I'm around with a bowl of salad. <laughs> as uh, stealthily as I can... Uh open the door enough for me to like get in can i <laughs> what's the rules of shape changing for shape change? you can just kind of look like whoever you want yeah it's i don't think i can change like my weight or shit like that like no. if I, I i'm assuming no. that if i ever get bigger i'm still the way the same so i'm just like a really light big guy so it's not like a... uh well let me see what you're uh it's not like i can you... make i are you trying to, to ask, like, can you the door? squish yourself down to get through the no. door? No, no, because that would be insanity. I just want to know, could I make myself thinner to, like, not have to open up the door as much? What's your race, your doppelganger? Changeling. Um, changeling. Changeling, right. Duh, I couldn't think of the word. Let me see what it is. I, it's probably as per a spell. Let me see what the spell is. Uh, shape changers action you can change oh no it's not it's just you can change it's your not. appearance I can just change yeah uh you can I, I adjust your ability. height and weight but not so much that your size changes you can make yourself appear as a member of another race so theoretically as long as you're within like normal like humanoid capacity you can make yourself look like whatever the fuck you want yeah so i guess i just like as, as thin as i can get it mm -hmm. as i can get myself so that i don't have to open up the door as much when you make your way into that room, it looks largely empty. The floor is covered with uh, bones of small animals. There are several broken arrows and like arrow tips scattered throughout the room. Give me a perception check. I just look at Goldir. Should we be doing something? No, no let, let the boy play with himself for a little bit. Um, 16th. There's some thick webbing in the corners of this room. They're much thicker than, like, spider's webs. Ah, uh, can I investigate the webbing? 
and you would know your webbing. Yeah, or or like, what do I have to look at to the webbing to be like, what what's what, what's up with this webbing? What would it um, be? Give Investigate. Me... No, give me nature. Thirteen. Um, tell me, has ours ever been like in deep forests before? Um, like how deep? Like like jungle? Like like Amazon? Like dark. Like so um, deep in the forest that like during the daytime it, it might as well just be nighttime. He's like, probably think Fangorn from uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I think yeah, Fangorn. Yeah, I, I I think he'd studied some of it, but he hasn't been there personally. <clears throat> so yeah. any any knowledge would be like book learned. Ar strikes me as a city boy. Okay. Yeah. These remind you of webs left behind by creatures known as Ettercaps. Oh. Which are these bulbous uh sort of human-sized purpley spider creatures. Yeah. They only uh. they have four they have four limbs like humans, but they spit webs and have fangs and eyes similar to spiders. I don't assume we can't I... see any of that because we're still outside the room. Do I see any of it? Do I see them? No, you don't see oh. any Edder caps in this room now. Okay. Do I see the guys making noise? No. Like I said, it's beyond this room. It's beyond this room. Um, I go... F- I take climbing and have it move towards the door and like snake out the door and then kind of like wiggles up to Loveless and then like pokes her a few things and then makes a little finger that says come on and then <laughs> makes a little like shh like with the fingers <laughs> this is your robot? Comes back. no it's, no, it's rope. my rope of climbing oh his, ro- make... his, his rope is basically a sentient rope at this point Jesus. yeah well, artificer can make the rope kind of go or do whatever you want Okay. It's I mean, great. Mechanically, he can't, but like for this really cool shit, let it go. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you can, it's like you can command the other end to move towards the destination to wherever you choose. So I just have the, it's like etch a sketch where like the destination is like a little bit up, a little bit over to make it make the hands, yeah. you know? Fair enough. Fair enough. I've had a lot of time to play with this. Ours has. <laughs> right. Like ours has done oh. this a lot. All right. I guess I'm going to sneak in the room. Yeah, and then while I do that, I'm going to slowly make my way in there more. And I guess I'm going to crawl up the ceiling? Are there people in this room? No, there's nobody in this room, no. Oh, I thought there was people in this room. No, they're further down. I'm going further down to see what I Y'all need to listen to me beyond this room. I really did not. I totally missed that part. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm walking in. I I apologize. Yeah, I'm going to head in. I'm not climbing on the ceiling yet. Let's okay. all go to the room. So for uh, for speed's sake, I'm not going to make you roleplay walking down this long and wandering hallway. I don't know why the dungeon generator didn't listen to me when I did this. So that is a yeah, like that is a fu- this is a this is some fucking third edition bullshit. Yeah. So we get the fork. Which way do we want to go? Left or keep going straight? They all go, um, they both go the same way eventually. Yeah. We don't know that. We don't know that. I'm just gonna Plus we could pincer. You know what? Um So yeah, as I'm gonna you, go as, up. as you get the, I'm as, gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lick my finger, hold it up. Do I feel a draft from either direction? Both directions. 
you fucking you could play like for a second, <laughs> right? It, uh, it, from, the left, from the left, from the left, from the left, from the left. Okay, from the from the left. Okay, going left. <laughs> I'm going up the to left. check out nine. <laughs> Contrarian shit. Well, take someone with you. I'll go with Loveless. See, I was going to say Clash because me and Clash had already had an adventure, but okay. Okay, no, fair, fair. Good point. Good point. Clash, go with Loveless. Okay. <laughs> with me, strapping lad. I checked my body for straps. Eh. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Loveless and Clash, you actually, when you get to that room, uh, the door is locked. So if you want to try to shimmy that open or break it open, you can. I don't actually know if I can do that. You said it's a lock? Yep, it's a locked door. Cool. I'm going to take out my thieves tools. What? Excuse me? You heard me. Why do I picture, like, Clash's finger (sighs) turning into, like, a universal key that he just sticks in the lock? See, I was thinking it's like a can opener that he just shoves into anything that works. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say it was like a two inch long blade that he just shoves into the door. Yeah, yeah, he just punches the door. That's just Steve's door. Just I cast drill. knock. <laughs> I, I cast knock and go knock on the door. Um, Steve's tools, it's just a dexterity check and since I'm proficient I add proficiency bonus, yes? Yep, yep. Neato. Um, 17. 17, all right. You successfully unlock the door. So, Loveless, oh. you just watch as a Clash is able to ch- just sort of work the lock. Wow, I see you definitely contain multitudes. Of what? Yes. I open the door. Sweet boy. Sweet, sweet boy. <laughs> just, pat, just pat his cheek. Good job. And I'll open the door. All right. Inside, it looks like a storage room just full of weapons and armor at first glance. You see all sorts of different, like, axes, daggers, swords just hanging on the walls. There's leather plates, splints, all sorts of different armors. Anything standing out to me? Anything interesting? Speaks to her. Um. What what speaks to me? What speaks to you? That's a good question. Mammy. Mammy. Blood red ruby in the corner, but I don't know. There's a bit of clothing. Um, more of like a jacket than like a cloak or anything. That has what looks like a drop of blood with a black open mouth screaming like demon skull up on top of it you you fucking you 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 jerk you're like what what's what does talk what do you see what do i see well you definitely don't see the jacket with the bitchin skeleton logo on it at first mm. No, no, you see the ones, not the cool-ass jacket. Well, that's totally your style and Steve's in the corner. It's a bit garish, but I could I could make it work. 
pull it up, sort of look at it. You can make a religion check if you would like. Religion. I'm good at that. Uh, does it involve a fey, fiend, or undead? Um, n- none of those, no. All right, then I will not roll it with advantage. What is going on tonight? That's a four. That's ten total. Okay. Change dice. You actually do know this one. It, um, this is the symbol of a sort of idiosyncratic religion called the Blood of Vol. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Loveless is, yeah, that, that Loveless definitely recognizes the Blood of Vol. Oh, I wouldn't know if you would know that or not. Yeah, um, Loveless was part of the original Blood of Vol. We had to talk about that. Okay, so yeah, this is a symbol of the Blood of Vol. Like, she was part of the starting party, uh, the founding members of it. Um, I just imagine Loveless looks at the dagger for a second and she goes, Wait a minute. Is this my fucking jacket? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> is this Loveless's jacket? Actually? No, it's not your jacket. <laughs> I give it another once over, check the tag. I'm pretty sure this is my jacket. I'm pretty, you know what? Someone must have stole it. I thought I lost it at that last party. Does it appear to be magical in any way? Does it have like runes on it or anything? No. That's nice. Not quite sure what a blood of vol jacket is doing down here, but I say more power to them. Um, I'm going to take it with me. Bitchin'. Yeah. You want to wear it? I'll hand it over. Can you wear it? Does it speak to me? (laughs) Does it look punk rock? Um, it's got it, this cool skull on it. It looks it looks more goth than punk. Well, here's the question. When he puts it on, does his arms bust through the sides? <laughs> oh, if that's making it one of those cool <laughs> like ripped arm jackets. It, yeah, if if Clash, if you were to try to put this on, you would just sort of tear it in multiple places. You'd see you doing the Triple H, the denim jacket uh, over jean or over leather jacket look. I say, no, this is someone else's destiny. Yeah, I kind of like it here. I think I'll leave it here. I'm going to put it back on the where I fa- on the rack where I found it. Let someone else find it. Ours just screams in the distance. <laughs> that jacket was the clue. So I told them to I should have told them that they should be looking for like anything that can have fingerprints. I don't I'm just going to head towards 10. Alright, so yeah. ours and Grohl Deer, you guys are at the door outside um, the other room, and uh, from inside you hear just a loud voice just bellow, just say, He's doing liar voice! I know that voice, and that's liar voice! What, well then. It's like a spell. I'm gonna sit and listen some more, just to see if I can get a sense of what's going on. <laughs> you just hear, what do you mean liar voice? When have I ever done liar voice in this game? He's just like, you do it all what- the time! <laughs> Can I tell what is talking? Just sounds like two humans. Okay. Uh, can I do what I did before? Because I'm still invisible. I don't think it's been an hour. Uh, it definitely has not been an hour. Can I do what I did before? Just like slowly open. Ease my way in. Yeah, I'm going to come around C there and open and, and try to ease in through through the door over by 10. Okay, so I'm going to need you both to make stealth checks. Oh my god. That's a natural one. You are just not having a good yeah. dice day. It is not my that's good. A, it is not my night for dice. That's a dirty 20. 
Dirty 20? Okay. Um, well, if anything, you're serving as a nice distraction. Yeah. You're... Ours, you're able to open the door without anybody noticing. And when you do, you see that the five people playing some sort of dice game around a table in the center of the room all just look towards the opposite side of the room where you see a door slowly opening. As soon as I see them... Um, 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 um... Damn it, I turned off all the alarms. You piece of shit. It's still going. No, I turned it off. Um, um... Oh, man. See, I thought that could be cool, but she's messing... She's... They see, right? This isn't like a... She's gonna be a Judy thing. They, 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 like, they, they all turned as the door is opening. They're gonna see her, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, um, yeah, as they see me, I'm gonna catch the first one who sees me. I'm gonna catch his eyes. And, uh, my eyes, uh, my eyes contract down to, pull, like, pinpoints. Okay. Like the, the, the irises. Mm-hmm. Go down to pinpoints. And my jaw kind of opens up a bit, and you see the fangs come out. And I'm gonna cause fear on him. What does that do? Uh, wisdom saving throw, or he is frightened for uh, up to a minute. That's a 14. God, the wisdom save there is 14. Okay, so you just hear him sort of well, say, but. Now what is someone like you doing in a place like this? And then a big, huge, massive web covers all of them. And it's just like, oh, oh, what, 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 oh, God, what is this? This is when Grodir opens the door and goes, is that really the best line you got, lad? Are they, do I have enough time to cast another spell? <laughs> um, or are we just entering combat now? I don't know how, that's what I'm saying, that's what I'm asking. I'm going to say uh, with the casting of the web, that will be combat time. Okay. Come on, I have a really fun idea. There's like five of them, right? Yes. I have a really fun idea if I can get a really good initiative, which that is. Alright, don't don't bonus. I'm gonna call out for initiatives after I go refill my water. Okay. Sponsor Raid Shadow Legends. Yeah, <laughs> no. That's a good roll. Jesus Christ. Alright, so uh, time. At so, least it'll doesn't seem like it's gonna fuck you for combat. I'll be right back. Yeah. We'll see. You guys about to see some Looney Tunes. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I don't know. I mean, my initiative bonus is only two, so I don't know how if someone has like if they are able to roll a really good initiative. I mean, you know. I got a seventeen. Uh, I got a twenty-two. That's how I was like. Okay. I got a natural twenty plus two, so I was like, unless they have like a. Really good... I rolled a seventeen. We are out of. We are out of Jack territory. Now, see, here's the fun part. Um, having read up on some rulings, stuff like Green Flame Blade works with my gauntlets. Yeah, because you consider weapons. Well, there's a thing what? because since it's technically what? the armor. What's it called? Is it what? Green Flame Blade. Uh, is Green Flame it's magic a cantrip. or fire? It's uh, I think it's I think it's just ma uh, uh does fire. I still, I'll still have. I would have been using this. Will have used all my spells, but I'll have cantrips like after that. 
I can't do any cool shit like spider climb or shit, but that's fine. And since we're fifth level, it does the D8 fire to the target on hit, and then it jumps to somebody five feet away if I want it to. Right. So that would be like, can only do one jump at a time? Um, I believe... Let me read. At fifth level, the melee attack deals an extra 1d8 fire damage to the target on a hit. The fire damage to the second creature increases the 1d8 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. Both damage rolls increase by 1d8 at 11th and at 17th. No, it just does the one jump. Well, that was my only uh, leveled spell, so... At least there's that. Blood building, looking all that great. Okay. So, Loveless, what's your initiative? 17. Ours. 22. Roll Deer. 17. And Clash. <laughs> 10. Okay, so we're going to start with ours. There are five men around one table. They, they appear to have been playing some sort of dice game, but now they're covered in your web. So, what would you like to do? Grease. You cast Grease? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. What is Grease? Grease uh, covers the ground in 10 foot square, centered on a point within range. So I basically want to hit as many people as I can. I assume since they're all around a table, they're all really close to each other. Yep. So, he like, thinks. basically just hits them with that. Um, turns into difficult terrain, which it already is difficult terrain because of the web in the middle. Um, each creature standing in this area must proceed on a deck saving throw or fail prone. <laughs> this is um, shenanigans. Um, yeah, and, oh, it's about to get worse. And the web's already there, so each creature has to make a deck saving save, or because so they basically have to make two deck saves each turn. And they're in double. Does that even? I don't know if that does anything because it's two versions of of difficult terrain. So I don't know if that does anything. But they, at the very least, have to make two deck saves. Okay. Double difficult terrain. You dumb idiot. So it's each each creature that starts its turn, then the webs has to make a deck save. And each creature that uh, standing in the in the area of the grease uh, must succeed on a deck save. It is greasy webs. <sighs> The webs That's went from up. looking like webs to now like they have the sheen of spaghetti. Ew. <laughs> it's not a good time. Now just so so lighted on fire. So the fun thing about grease is that when the grease appears, each creature immediately has to do a saving throw. <laughs> so here I go. Five dexterity saves. Seventeen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, wouldn't they have disadvantage because of the uh, webbing, though? No. No, the webbing is just a separate deck save they have to make on their turn. <laughs> okay, but so... what I'm saying is, since they're already kind of messed up, like... No. Uh, no, okay. no, it, it would have I, to, I get... like, yeah, the way webbing does, it would have to be after their turn for that to work. Gotcha, okay. That's, that's what I was wondering. Yeah, so web takes effect on the start of their turns. Gotcha. Where if they fail okay. a deck save, they are they will be considered restrained. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay, so the first roll was a seventeen, the second roll was an eight, four, one, two. So one so guy manages to remain standing where everyone else falls prone. Yep. Into the web. 
Oh my lord. Alright, so is there anything else that you're doing? Uh, no, that's all I can do, but you know what? Have fun, dude. Alright, <laughs> Loveless. What are they going to do? Because they're <laughs> prone. I guess they have to make a, a strength check. But then, even if they make a strength check, the grease appears, a creature that enters the area or ends its turn there must also... So, even if they get up, then they have to make a dex not just immediately slip, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is getting much. really slapsticky. Uh, so, I'm gonna walk over to the one that didn't fall. He's just like, he's like trying to keep his footing. And I'm going to put my frozen rapier directly to his neck <clears throat> and just very calmly. Do you yield? Tell me what you're here for. I look at ours. Or I guess, no, you cast a spell, so you'd be invisible now. Yeah, yeah be you would. Yep. Here we hear for. Oh, fuck. I mean, I'm looking at my notes. What's the fucker's name? Well, you do know that Creelo hasn't been seen for several weeks. Yeah. Uh, we'll look for Creelo. Creelo was his name. That's his name. Creelo mm, ain't here. But he used to be. Yeah. I'm looking for his stuff. For, st for his stuff? Yeah. Shipments. Uh, uh, docking things. Fuck. I should have thought about this before I came in here. Uh, ours, yeah, ours says it out loud. Um, Roldir's gonna step to where they can see him and very make it very evident that there's a moat of fire resting in his hand. Boys, I suggest you just tell him anything he wants to know. Just just start running your mouth. Since they know they're covered in grease and everything. Yeah. Make an intimidation check. Now, see, this is where I think charisma shouldn't play. Because, like, why should I get a negative on this? I'll give you advantage, since you have the fire in your hand. And they're covered in grease. Probably well, enough, it's not the grease that would go on fire, it's the web. Yeah, the well, grease isn't flammable. Yeah, it's weird. It used to be. It's not anymore. Well, what will happen is the web will catch on fire and the grease will make them taste really good. Dirty 20. Ew. <laughs> its components of grease are a bit of pork rind and butter. Yeah, that's true. Or butter. <laughs> or butter. Yeah. Uh, no, for ours, it is butter. <laughs> the grease just came out of a pocket of like with the, his gauntlet and it just shot out. And it is very clearly just a seasoning. <laughs> it, it's like that. Uh, the the one just olive oil. When yeah. Iron Man does the energy, like the the laser beam in the one movie, and then the little charge like breaks off the uh, the the uh, gauntlet. It's like that, but it's like the stick of butter just pink. Yeah, flies so I, out. I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, it's like that, but it's a it's balsamic vinegar bottle. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. He has to like re he has to like reload the the butter into the gauntlet. It's not actually supposed to be an attack. I just, I really, I, I like to put it on my salads. <laughs> anyway, Jeez. dirty 20. Dirty 20? Okay. He just says, what exactly are you looking for? Like a shipping manifest? Shipping manifest? Dates, times, buyers, sellers. I could take you to a second in command. That would be great. No funny business now, lad. Not at all. He sort of just puts his hands up. 
You got it? You got, you got, he looks around at everyone else on the floor. No weapons. We'll take him to see Agle. And they, they all, <laughs> several of them just look up. You see, like, some of them have bloody noses from falling face first onto the concrete. Just, no weapons. We just need you. Your friends can stay here. And then I turn to Clash and go, so if I were to say to you the words non-lethally, how would you feel about that, Clash? Well, I don't like it, but I can manage. <laughs> it's okay. You know what? It's life is doubting. All, life, life is all about compromise. <laughs> I, I, I don't like it. <laughs> I said non-lethally. I didn't say non-fall harmed. He looks at you. You really mean that? <laughs> Buddy, he, 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 Merry Christmas. <laughs> we're just, we're just going to take the one that we're talking with. And Lois, if you want to take him out of the, the, the room. Because um, he's not going to want to see this. It's not. He's, Say that again. Uh, if you want to take the, the one who's we're taking with out of the room, because he's not going to want to see what's about to No, happen I think he probably, I think he needs to see this part. <laughs> okay. What are you it's going to do? It's a learning opportunity. A teaching oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, real quick, I tie his hands together with my rope. With my special rope. Okay. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Matt sounds fucking terrified right he, now. He, I'm he was, actually like, what are you doing? Well, 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 like I said, non-lethally. They need knock them. He's so, uh, so what I'm assuming Clash is going to do is non-lethally destroy their nut sacks. And God. knock, and knock them out so that we don't have to deal with them. Because taking a group of five guys with us is just going to end up with having us having to fight five guys when we get to the end. Yeah, you know they're right going to just attack us back. They're just going to fight back. Yeah. So and like, they don't even have the burgers and fries. Yeah. Damn. So like, so non-lethally knock them out. That's and the worst part about taking on five guys. It's <laughs> what do you want? Do Do you want the Zuderan? What do you want? It's just this. It's just dead space, right? That's what I'm assuming. That's what I'm seeing, right? Dead it's space. Just like dead space, stomping it, right? Oh, uh, stomping their Jesus. <laughs> well, do you take your time with each one? I mean, this is. You know what? Let's take this a chance for you to roleplay a little bit, man. Oh no. How are we going? I am so happy I kept my mouth shut because when <laughs> we got to this point, I was about to say. Go us. We didn't murder hobo this one. We're not. But I'm glad I kept my mouth shut. Non-lethally. <sighs> um, I would say. <laughs> you have so you ever seen choices. the video where the guy? Oh no! Says, oh, I don't like where this is going. This is, this is going so where bad. the guy says. So no head, and he throws his phone. Then he jumps and stomps <laughs> on his. Skateboard. Oh yeah, I've seen that. It's oh, yeah. really funny. <laughs> it's kind of like that, but with oh, like no. a 400 pound warforged. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I'm rocking in my chair myself. <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll put him to sleep. <laughs> mm. So yeah, for a lack of... A, they're not dead, they're just unconscious. They're not having a good were. time. Assisting shock. <laughs> 
Now, Matt, when you were planning this encounter, <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you, you expect this part? Did you think everything you 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 thought and dreamed up would be crushed before you? Uh, I wasn't expecting more cock and ball torture. No. You didn't expect cock and ball torture. I expected it. I didn't expect it to this extent. <laughs> Oof. Well, now you know. <laughs> and I'm assuming uh, I'm assuming Clash takes out his uh his little book and uh adds a tally. Oh yeah, for each one. <laughs> so you got four it's more layup, on the man. ball tag count. Okay. Ugh. What do you call that? A uh, grand so slam, I right? So after, what's the plan after that? Uh, now you huh. will, I have him tied up with the rope. Um, but you know, I also put my hand on a piece of, like, on armored piece of him. He well, just says, you know, little, who the fuck are you? Oh, your worst goddamn nightmare, lad. The police. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. You're a cop, son. I'm not a cop. Yeah. And I lean into him. It's exactly what all of us cops say. Then, alright, lean on. So let me just clear this initiative board. <laughs> wow. Since that was a waste. <laughs> we got we got to marker... You. We got to marker two on the initiative. Good job, us. <laughs> I told you it was gonna be some Looney Tunes shit. Like I said, I, w I was gonna say, hey... We didn't get super sociopathic or murder hobo on this one, but then we did. But then I just want to, I just want to say though, there's that, no, there's that episode title. But then we did. That's another good one, yeah. Actually, I, I did not think Grease and Web would work that well together. And I don't know whether to be more impressed that that actually went off without a hitch, or that like it was spur of the moment and we didn't fuck it up. Yes. I am so smart. SMRT. So he You're leads you. Good and rough. So he leads you down a sort of long and winding hallway that um, terminates in a staircase that leads downwards into a sub basement. Did we go? Don't even worry about the map. South or north? Okay, I was going to say towards 12 or towards 13. It doesn't matter. We're bypassing everything because this wee. actually worked. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have a guide. I, I didn't think about that. Yeah, you have a guide. So it would be the stairs down where that little, where that E is on the right side there. So it takes a while. It's like a good 10 minute walk through these corridors. But this, uh, this final staircase is a little more shallow it's about 20 feet down and then it um it's just a short hallway um with a locked wooden door at the end it's just um your guide he just kind of looks at you and she says um i would knock but my hands are tied uh i'll just reach over and very delicately just knock on the door just i'm glad you did that because i was gonna grab his head and <laughs> I was literally about I was literally wow. about to be like I was gonna like mo like just hand the prisoner to Clash and say, hey knock. 
Pod. <laughs> so, Loveless, you knock on the door and you hear a voice from inside just go, you hear like a deep sigh just like, <sighs> yes, what is it? And then your guide just sort of says, we need to talk about something. Uh, we have, he just kind of looks at all of you and just says, we have some people that want to talk. And you, you hear the sliding of a chair to sort of slide back. And then these sort of light footsteps approaching the door. The sounds of locks Clash unlatching. Say, uh, hey, Clash, uh, when he opens the door, throw this guy at him. Can you do that real quick? I, um, just, I give you a very solemn nod. Okay, yeah. I'm just like, you know, I do my rope. I want my rope. So that Clash can just kind of like, heave ho it. I'm going to okay. stand right behind him with the rapier ready. All right. Girl Deer is just watching this with a all wicked big it's, grin it's, on his face. It's, like, yes. It's, it's terrifying, isn't it, DM? When not only are we being dumb and stupid, but we're also being really smart about being dumb and stupid. And when we're not fighting about it. Yeah, yeah. We're in concert on this. That's the scary part. I think when we get along, it's terrifying. <laughs> I think the scarier part was that I was going to give you a diplomatic solution to all of this, but y'all just went in guns of blazing. Anyway, <laughs> we de- they really what, surprise you out of us. What, what part of we the cops? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Oh my god! Th- the door opens. You keep that goddamn joke in. You hear I'm me? keeping it in. <laughs> okay, I don't want. God. So the door opens, revealing a very pale, gaunt, uh, elven figure. I swing. With a fist or with a motherfucker? With a fist for the balls. (sighs) (laughs) Just fucking Jesse. Just fucking Jesse Pinkman. He can't keep getting away with it. He can't keep getting away with it. I can't for now. It's a 25. Can you, add a, can you add a slight non-lethal modifier to that? <laughs> if, he, if he dies from the nut shot, he dies. God damn it. If you he, die in the game, you die in real life. He can't keep getting away with it. So, you take a swing. It connects. And the form disappears, and you see that this elven figure is still sitting behind the desk, just sort of watching this. Clever. Okay, now throw him. Now throw him. Now throw him. And then yeah, um, he just him. sort of he just sort of furrows his brows and he says, "Your first instinct is to aim for the balls." He's fucked up like that. It's not a bad instinct. I shove the guy inside, and he just sort of stumbles forward and like smacks everything. his head on the desk. I'm assuming he's now like that like Sid when he's from Toy Story when he's sleeping yeah on the floor just mm-hmm. knocked out ass in the air just yep <laughs> the the elven Girl figure Deer. just sort of looks Girl Deer is going to walk in I'm assuming the... there's there's ample space uh, this is like an office room like an executive right. so I'm assuming there's room. chairs in front of the desk yeah Goldier's going to stroll in, strut in even, with his cape billowing, sit down on a 
chair and then use the knocked out guy's ass as a footrest. <laughs> okay. He just says, um, the elven figure sort of looks down at the guy on the ground, looks up at you, girl, dear, and just says, well, this was a bit of theatrics that I certainly wasn't expecting. Yeah, but I'm not the one you talk to. Then and who, then, then who am I talking to? I motion to? the rest of them in. <laughs> I just yep. took the opportunity. I come in and just sort of lean against the door, uh, lean to the side of the door, a little bored looking, watching. Not me. This is not my mission. I'm the help. Yeah. <laughs> Duly noted. So which one of you, which one of you four am I talking to then? I look at ours. Glance, quick glance around the room. What do I see? Um, you see uh, two chairs in front of this sort of executive's desk. You see um, just a stack of papers. Um, behind the desk, is, behind the the man, is a huge bookshelf just full of all sorts of books. It's, you know, it's like an executive's office, except, you know, kind of kind of damp smelling. There's probably some, mm. like, mildew and mold growing somewhere. Well, number one, you should probably clean up around here. It's awfully dreadful. Hmm. Your criticism has been noted. No, no less. It's got kind of a down homie sewery charm. I live to criticize. So given that that one, and he just sort of looks pointedly at Clash, has a violent proclivity and also shoved rant forward to the point of, well, being a footrest now. Give him a nice little uh, heel to the ass. Oh, this one right here? Yes, that's Grant. Uh, nice to know my footrest's name. Mm. To whom do I have the pleasure of speaking? And you see, he doesn't look like, he doesn't look mad or anything. He just kind of looks slightly annoyed. So, um, there's a quick mage hand to make a uh, little spider pick up some of the papers and kind of just like plop them towards him. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and as I start rifling through them, um, I was like, so, and like, um, I'm talking like as I'm looking through them. Um, so, Krilo, uh, where's is he at? He's on assignment. Um, and as I'm flipping through the pages, do I see what it, like, what's... Uh, no, you don't see anything pertaining to Krilo with uh, the different uh, pages. The pages are just, um, they look like sort of, like, job offers, a lot of them do, in, like, contracts, but, uh, none of them bear Krilo's name on them, though. Is he on assignment in hell? No. Do you actually even know where he is? I do, but that is on a need-to-know basis. I'm going to roll an insight. Uh, 17. He doesn't appear to be lying about that, no. Or at least you don't, you're, rather, you don't get the sense that he's lying. Alright, I'm just gonna kind of narrow my eyes at him and do that little beard run through like hmm, mm. hmm and the reason i say you don't get the sense that he's lying is because i want to start treating insight less like just an automatic lie detector test <laughs> right no i get you i get you 
uh, is there a particular reason you can tell me why there is blood of vol paraphernalia under a silver flame church? I will ask again, to whom do I have the pleasure of speaking? Mm. I don't really think you're in the position to be asking questions yourself here, lad. I don't think you're in the position to See, be asking me questions either. To him, just like as I'm like flipping through the pages, I kind of like walk over to the level list, and I was like, "Can you do this though?" Like, like uh, I'm whispering it to her. You can probably hear it a bit if he's, but I'm, you know, it's talking lower. Can you do the thingy with the the you did before? Sorry, dear, I'm t- tapped out for the day. Okay. Um, I will walk you- over to the desk and put my hands on the desk my name is loveless pleasure loveless my name is agle just for my uh notes what's he wearing um is he wearing any kind of metal armor nothing metal no it all seems to be like leather and then just sort of dark uh clothing okay that takes away that avenue Dark boots, dark trousers, dark tunic underneath a dark vest. It's very, he's very goth. So can you explain why there's blood of, you have a blood of vol jacket underneath a silver flame church? Mm, Some of our members partake in that particular religion. Interesting. We are, are, we're we're not judgmental. We're not judgmental Mm. of... Our members' religious beliefs. I would hope that you wouldn't be. And she's just going to step back. That's all I had to ask. Now, what is the purpose that brings you all the way down here? Is this about the Zuteran? Alright, so... Uh, okay. So here's how it's going to go down. Um, And, like, I put the papers away. Um, You got about, I'd say, a solid 20, 30 minutes before the police department raids this place um and hopefully they got like the guys back there are not getting out of this anytime soon so uh here's here's the deal we need Krilo and you seem to you are right now as it might be he's the only person who can get us to so you're going to come with us, take us to Krilo, or get in touch with him however you want. And in exchange, you'll get out of here before the police bust this place down like a hand. You see that he is completely unmoved by the threat of the police showing up. That tracks, yeah. Also, uh, and then I go and touch, like, I'm assuming there's, like, you said there's, like, books and stuff on the wall and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, also, this place is going to burn down. And I cast Shocking Hand and just kind of, like, and start setting everything on fire. And set, like, the bookshelf on fire. I immediately, you see, you see, uh, Loveless immediately, like, flinch when you do that. So, like, you know, I get the the whole, like, stoic, like, oh, man, but yeah, I'm going to be honest. You're not going to have, like, time to really, like, Way the options, so we're gonna need to answer like real soon. I don't know why you're making this more difficult than it needs to be, but fine. Just sort of stands up. <sighs> He's at the academy. Uh, the new, the new academy. Alistair, yes. 
Well, that was Why? easy. See, Alistair Academy has something that we want. More so for status and to keep the law off our doorstep. And we're not sure why the Academy are in possession of this particular item that we want. No need to be cagey. What's the item? Have you heard of the Caltrix? DM, have I heard of the Caltrix? Yeah, have we? None, none, of you, none of you have. None of you have. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. okay. I'm Can't say as I have. Why don't you enlighten us? It is a Sybaris dragon shard that the underground claims to contain the soul of a dragon. Uh, real quick, uh, I sent a telepathic message to Freya to have her jot down that uh, where we're at that we found uh, their base. We found a base to the police chief. Okay. Just putting that out there. She'll make a note. We're not sure why the Academy has this item, but... We want it in our possession to make sure we don't get snuffed out. Well, if what? if the young man's uh, if the young man's threat proves right, you might not have to worry about that. Let's say, what is it? You said again, a dragon. The Caltrix is a Sybaris dragon shard. Sybaris is the the middle land, right? Or is it the is it the the land of the the sky? I forget. Uh, Sybaris is the rarest of all of the dragon shards. Oh. So, uh, Sybaris dragon shards basically fall to the planet from the Ring of Sybaris, which is a ring of crystals that encircle the entire planet. Right. They're not usually found on Corvair. They're incredibly rare on Corvair. And because of that, they are extremely valuable. They do. Do they just, uh, just like the power source? Or they... uh, dragon shards are most popularly used as power sources for magical machinery. Such as crafting different items and stuff. And um, any sort of like items that require dragon marks for attunement. Um, larger dragon shards of any kind can also be used to power eldritch machinery and creating like artifacts and legendary weapons. Basically, hella valuable, hella rare, extremely magical. Say, is is the Caltrix just what it's called? Yeah, that's just what they're calling this one. Okay. So I, I assume when you said when he said Silver's Dragon Shard, probably all ours and Goldir just immediately perked up. Mm-hmm. Being our answers. Like, yeah. Like, like, Grildir's gears are turning in his head, like, what he could do with that. I I'm, uh, I think Loveless is just thinking about selling it for supplies, basically. It's like, maybe it might lead to finding a way to do what needs to be done. No, if you require an escort to the Academy, I'd be more than happy to escort you, but can you please douse the flame? Oh, I can't. I can't, dude. I can't. Can you, one of you guys... I have absorb yeah, I elements. Could I technically use that? No. Um, then no, I don't. Agol is just sort of going to reach below his desk for a giant, or not a giant, but a rather large, like jug of water, and then just sort of splashes it on the bookshelf. He just says, 
Uh, some of those are going to be ruined, but I can live with that. So can Krilo. I'll buy him new ones. Well, let's go. I was going to say, don't everyone talk at once. <laughs> Time to go. Here we go. Fucking, you know. What? What, Nick? On. What? Fucking. Okay, so he's elf, right? Yep. Uh, hey, what languages do you know, Loveless? What languages do I know? Yeah. Do you know Draconic? Uh, no, I common Dwarvish and Elvish. Uh, I say, uh, in Dwarvish. What does Krilo look like? And you're saying that in Dwarvish? Yeah. Why? Um, he says, I've never seen his true form. Let's see if I can talk to Loveless without him seeing it. But the only things we have in common are, like, common and Dwarvish. He obviously knows Elvish. And he just responded to you in Dwarvish, actually. He says, yeah, I've, yeah, never, yeah. I've never seen Krilo's true form. Yeah, so I'm like, I, I, doubt, uh, I doubt anyone here knows Undercommon or Teutonic if it wasn't Loveless. So yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah, lead the way. And like, I'll try to get close to Loveless and, and whisper like, you know, as he's, you know, sort of leading us out. All right. He leads you. Do you think we? Do you think we? Do you think we need him? Cause I'm like fifty-fifty. What would we do with him? What would we do with him otherwise? I mean, like Flash go ball crazy. Police are going to be here like any minute. That was not. That was not a bluff. They are going to be here any minute. Mm -hmm. I'm mostly just like, do we need him? I mean, he doesn't know what Krilo looks like. I mean, well, he didn't he say probably, that. He didn't say that. He just says he doesn't know his true form. His true form. He probably yes. knows. He probably knows how to contact him. At least it's probably the best that we keep him alive. Yeah. I mean. Okay. Let me rephrase that. We're not. We're not killing anybody. You guys know that, right? I like, guess I do say to them, like, you guys know that, right? Like, no. Killing. I give him sort of a half smile. You see a. See a. No, 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 This is like, this is a solid, this is a solid, like, yes, no, yay, nay. No sure, killing. darling, I will try I, very hard not to kill anyone. It, it can't be that difficult. For God's sakes, Clash was able to do it. Um, lad, I'm going to point out, out of all of us so far, you're the only one that's killed somebody. That was an accident? You can't prove that. <laughs> he I had it to, coming. I was going to make another cop joke, but I think I've reached my limit. <laughs> okay. So, Agal is going to lead you out of the uh, the basements below the Silver Flame Cathedral. Uh, yeah. And we'll pick up next time at the front of Alistair Academy. I bite him! I bite into him! <laughs> and that's gonna do it for this episode. Not even gonna not even respond to that. Nope. <laughs> Alright. So thank you guys so very much for listening to this episode. Uh if you want to get in touch with us, we're on Twitter at ambiguouspod. You can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash ambiguouspod. Um, if you like the show and have other friends that are interested in D&D &D actual play shows like this one or Critical Role 
or Greetings Adventurers or The Adventure Zone or literally any other D&D show, uh, I, I would send them our Beacons link. It's beacons.ai slash moral ambiguity. And also you can leave us a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you leave a review, we'll read it. Even the bad ones. We will. And and hey, I think it's important that it needs to be said. Don't kill people. Yeah, maybe don't, don't. do that. Maybe don't, don't do kill. that thing. Don't kill anyone. Let, also, let them not die. And also maybe don't stomp on people's balls. <laughs> yeah. Maybe don't crush testicles constantly. Unless they want it and it's in a consensual yeah, in a Unless consensual you have consent. manners. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you know Don't listen to these nerds. Hit that guy yeah. in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, we've all had a good time. We've all had a good laugh. But seriously, fuck the police. Fuck the police. <laughs> fuck the police. Hey, Cab. Fuck all right. the police. It's true. 1312. 1312. 1312. Yeah. 1312. Uh, ACAB. Yeah. All right. So we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Later. Oh, also subscribe to the YouTube channel. I, now that I'm actually keeping constant with new episodes posting, <laughs> just search Moral Ambiguity Podcast and you'll find it. Bye!